Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. Does life get much better than this? Working outdoors, collecting coconuts, and being able to control the growth of your business and say no, even when the opportunities seem enormous. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. A business which started by accident in 2013 has since won a slew of awards, appearances on commercial TV, and has followers all across the country and the world. Casey Willits and her husband Jesse make and sell products from coconuts, grown naturally in their northern Queensland base of Port Macquarie. From coconut chips to granola and muesli to coconut sorbet, Their beach harvest brand of coconut offerings are flying off the shelves in the local area and online. It all started when Casey was looking for healthy snacks for her young kids, who loved her homemade coconut chips mixed with natural flavours. And, as she explains to Chris Ashmore, a business started to blossom. I started bringing them to playgroups and sharing them with other moms, as you do when you're at home with the kids. And all of the other kids love them and the moms love them. And like me, they were happy that their kids were eating a snack that was good for them. And so then they started to offer me a bit of money, like, oh, can you make me some and I'll buy them from you. And so it just started that way. And around that same time, a friend of mine had a market stall in Port Douglas. And she said, oh, why don't you just put some coconut chips into a little Ziploc bag and I'll see if anyone wants to buy them at the stall. We did that. And I remember I got a a text from someone who had bought some and she said, I'm from Sydney. I've just been up in Port Douglas visiting and I bought some of your chips at the markets. How can I buy some more? So then I started a Shopify site, an e-commerce, and haven't looked back since. Why are coconuts good for you, Casey? What are the nutritional benefits? Well, it's, it's got the healthy fats. So the fats that our brain needs to develop and function properly. So coconut oil, while it is high in fat food, it's full of other good fats, sort of like the avocado oils. It's also a low carbohydrate food. So people that are on restricted low sugar or low carb diet find that coconut is a good thing they can eat. And I believe it also is good for diabetics because something in the coconut helps regulate the blood sugar. Mm. You mentioned you make uh, chips from the coconuts. What other products do you make from the coconuts? About a year or so ago, we started making granolas and mueslis, only because when people would try the chips, they were like, oh, how else can we eat the coconut? What else can we do? And we would say, well, put them on your granola or your muesli. And then light bulb moment one day, it was like, why don't we try to make our own granola and muesli with our coconut? And that is probably one of the best decisions we made as a business because it was taking that feedback from our customers, like, what they actually were needing it for, finding that demand, and creating a product that they could use. Our granola is probably our number one bestseller online at the moment. We use local macadamias, dried pineapple, dried mango, almonds, pecans, our coconut, of course, and it's sweetened with coconut sugar and a maple syrup. So it's a vegan-friendly granola as well. And the muesli is also popular with gluten-free customers and the keto people as well. And then also about A year ago, we started making a coconut sorbet using the coconut jelly. So we blend that with other local fruits, like we've got a mango, a lime, a soursop, 
passion fruit and we blend that and sell it as a sorbet. Fantastic. And the coconuts, they're all dotted around Port Douglas and far north Queensland, aren't they? Yeah. You can get them for free. Literally thousands of trees everywhere. Yeah, we we get them for free. How do you get up there and get the coconut? <laughs> so my husband climbs the trees and he cuts out basically only the coconuts that we can use. So we cut out the older ones and then sort of the younger ones, but we leave the little babies in the tree. So we're only... We feel that this is a really sustainable way to harvest because we're only taking what we need and we're still leaving some of the nuts up there to develop and grow. Dangerous job are there snakes <laughs> up in those trees? He's seen snakes, centipedes, wasps, green ants. Green ants, I think, are the worst because they just attack and they get in under the shirt and there's just hundreds of them in the hair biting and just crawling all over him. That's the worst but he loves it. You know, it's, he's got the best view from his office. He says he's up to 10 or 12 meters in the air in the coconut trees. And he's looking out over the ocean and can see the boats and low isles and all the islands, Snapper Island off the coast. And he said, this is my office. It's perfect. Incredible. You've intentionally stayed small. You haven't yes. expanded. Why is that? I guess before we started doing this, we had the normal Busy life. Jess was doing big hours. He was in the construction industry. He'd leave home early in the morning, come home in his dark. On the weekends, he was exhausted. I was exhausted because I was with the kids all week. And I, we didn't really have a good work-life balance. As the coconut chips business started growing, where it became not just a pocket money little side hustle, but actually a proper business for us, we realized that we had the opportunity to do this and find that balance that we wanted. So we do work a lot, but we work when we want. So we can take time off. You know, we took six weeks off earlier this year and went traveling with the kids around the U.S. We can take Christmas off or we can take a day off in the middle of the week and go watch the kids at their sporting carnivals. So we have this balance because we work from home and work for ourselves. We're, we have this. Now, if we were to grow our business much larger, which we have looked at doing, We've turned down opportunities to start manufacturing in the Philippines and Indonesia. It wasn't what we wanted, and it wasn't true to what our business core values were. Not only the family life and the balance, but staying true and having Australian-grown products. And if we were to grow much bigger than we already are, we would lose one of those values. And it's just not something we're prepared to do. So in the early days, yes, we were approached by Coles and Woolies. They wanted something like enough product for 6,000 stores nationwide. And there was no way we could do that. And honestly, if we were interested in doing that, we would need a lot of money in investment from machinery and we'd have to buy plantations and buy a lot of land. Our process would go from like small and manageable to having us and four or five staff to just bigger than what we're really prepared to do. And at that would come this cost of losing that balance. It's a good position to be in, isn't it, when uh, there's demand there and you have the luxury or you can say no to that demand. Absolutely. It's totally okay to say no. And I read this advice recently when you're making decisions. If it's not an enthusiastic yes, then it's a hard no. If you get a question, hey, Casey, do you want to sell your coconut chips to us for this really low price? In the early days, I was like, well, yeah, because I'm desperate for the sale and I want to grow and I want to be in every health food store. Then yes. But now it's like, it's a hard no for me. And I'm getting really good at saying no to people. <laughs> and I actually like it. I like saying no. It's, it's weird. 
change of mentality. But if it's not a passionate yes, that makes me excited, I want to do it, then it's a hard no. Finally, Casey, what's the future of Beach Harvest? Well, we've actually, now that I've just said we don't want to grow much bigger, we've actually just been approached by the Queensland government to look at exporting our granola products overseas, specifically to the Middle East and parts of Asia. Ah, Chris, this is actually something we are considering only because we've made it very clear that we will do this on our terms. We're not going to be able to produce shipping container loads, but we can do a couple pallets. That's If it's on our terms, we're happy to go down that road. Other than that, future of beach harvest, I guess my ultimate dream would be that we have a product that can help people and get people into a healthy lifestyle or provide a healthy product for their kids. And, you know, if we keep doing this for a few years and maybe someone wants the lifestyle when our kids are older and we have more flexibility with working away from home and someone else wants to keep up the legacy, then maybe that's the future. That was Beach Harvest founder and CEO, Casey Willits. Business Essentials Daily is a Sound Cartel podcast. Executive producer is Heather Dawson. Producers are Nick Schilberger, Chris Ashmore, and myself. Technical production by Pete Letts and Belinda Trimboli. I'm Nicole Goodman. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you more B Daily next week. Sound.